You are listening to Rocket Bomb. This is Brian. Tonight on the show, I have Kyle Knight, otherwise known as the Emotron, on the show with me. Uh, you just heard yo. the song "Burn the." Yo yo, what <laughs> what song did they hear, Brian? You just heard "Burn the Bills" from the upcoming record "Vampire Lunch Lady Tits." Oh yeah, that's that's a hot one. It is a hot one. Uh, so what? Tell me, what is the Emotron's secret origin? Secret origin? Yes. Um, it's the backstory. Oh shit! I don't know if there's a secret one. I think I think all of the secrets. I don't think there's any secrets, man. The what's, internet what's, has already exposed all the fucking secrets. What's the true origin then? Uh, true origin of the. Uh, um, I was in punk ska band called Tree Fort, and and I just wasn't having it feeling it so so i quit the band and uh was like man i don't want to be in a band band with other people i can do this by myself and uh at the time well i had been an adam package fan for several years and he had just hung his hat up and i was like man i think uh, that's the way to go so i kind of emailed him a couple about the uh machine which is a Yamaha QI700 music sequencer. And uh, he emailed me back a couple times, and I was like, man, that's what I'm going to get. So I got that about five years ago, and I'm staring at it right now on my bed, hooked up to a MIDI controller. You, uh, you kind of answered my next question, which I was just going to ask you um, why you chose to, chose to go solo and um, why you chose the style of music that you play. Um, and it's cool that you mentioned Adam and his package. Um, there's just a little history. I think I read on your Wikipedia page um, that uh, like you started you started in September of 2003. Is that right? Well, I quit Three Fort in September of 2003, and in January 2004, I got my sequencer and started writing music. I think my first show was like in April of 2004 or something like that. In August of 2003. Uh, uh-huh. A band that I played guitar in um, played our last show, and we had just come back from a tour in July um, of Europe, where we uh-huh. played with Adam and his package. Oh wow! Yeah. Awesome! And uh, it was awesome. Like he was a great guy, great, uh, great to play with. It was probably one of the the most fun shows that uh, that we played. So um, it was just really interesting because I had been listening to Adam and his package for I don't know, like since. I think for about four, five years before we went on that tour, yeah. I mean, I I only had, I think, his first record, and it was just really funny because we were a hardcore band, and we are like, why are we playing with Adam and his package? But you know, like, he was super cool, and it made a lot of sense, and it was, it was a lot of fun. We played for a bunch of German guy, German Germans and um, just hung out. and But it was cool. I was jealous because he was touring with a backpack in a guitar case, and uh-huh. we were touring in a sweaty van full of dudes and rented half stacks that sometimes worked and he had just brought um like a guitar and a little tra- like a little uh one of those little pod things yeah and uh, yeah. like a cd player <laughs> oh yeah it's awesome yeah i mean i can fucking do that too i have i don't know i have a lot of costumes but i i've definitely like flown from place to place greyhounded and like played shows and uh yeah 
Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm jealous of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's really cool. It has its advantages. It's disadvantages, definitely. But, you know, being an NBA has both as well. So what um, what appealed to you about the the style that you play? I think I read somewhere uh, that your uh, the comparison is like, there's a comparison to Gigi Allen and a comparison to uh, Adam and his package, which I think are two kind of far out comparisons but well i think more like the ethics of gg allen the music i mean i do have some vulgar music uh and i like to call myself vulgar because i i sin and i swear a lot as the emo tribe but uh i think it's more the show than the vulgar gg allen i mean the show more than the music gg allen um, I've been known to vomit and shit and piss on prostitutes and stuff like that. Um, but more music as like out of his package. Uh, just, I don't know. I've, I've always liked, uh, like synthesized music ever since, uh, uh, the rentals came out. I, I really enjoyed them and it, I kind of wanted to like, this is what I like. I really like this sort of like nerdy sequenced synth fucking punk music you know so yeah. i don't know when adam when i heard adam in this package uh actually on my trip in 1998 i was like man this is fucking great this is exactly what i want to be the uh um i lost my train of thought man sorry that's all right the uh we got we got all night we do have all night <laughs> the uh I was going to comment on, you You said that you played in a ska band. What instrument did you play when you were in that band? Uh, when I first joined, I was a, a mascot. I was a mascot band. And that was like in 2001. I would dress up in like mascot costumes and, and dance around and just be an idiot. It was, was kind of cheesy now that I think of it. But uh, one of the, I had never played in a band before and I didn't know anything about timing or anything like that but uh the summer of 2003 we were we were gonna go out we had all like quit our jobs and shit we were gonna go out and uh play like a three or four month tour which was pretty big for us you know we're gonna go out to the west coast and the keyboard player had quit so i was like well shit i'm not that good but i'll do it i'll practice as much as it takes and that's what happened. Started playing the keyboard, and then um, that was it. It's, At the end of that tour, I was hung it up. That's cool. It's funny. I, I hate to. I'm, I already talked about my old band once, and I, I hate it when I catch myself doing this, but I think it adds to the conversation a little bit. I actually uh, played in a ska band myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And had a very similar. Ska and hardcore bands? I started. No, two bands. The first band was a ska was the ska band, and I played in it. I you know, I liked ska. You know, it was during the time when the Mighty Mighty Boss tones were popular and stuff. And I was just going into college. And uh, mm-hmm. what was funny though is that I uh, I only I I knew how to play trumpet. That was the only instrument I knew how to play. So my options for being in a band were pretty much limited to being in a ska band. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I started playing the band, but a similar situation happened to me where. Um, the guitar player for the band, um, he didn't quit, but we asked him to leave. Um, and I, um, 
learn to play guitar so that I could play a couple shows with the band that summer. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just that was how I learned to play guitar. And then uh, that band, like we pretty much, I learned to play for that show, and then we never played again. Um, but then ended up being in a hardcore band after that. <laughs> so you playing guitar? Yeah, yeah, and I, I still play guitar in a band today. So um, well, good band. It was just it's it's funny. It's good it's like, that you learn learned to uh, you sacrificed uh, learning to play the guitar for well, a ska band. Now you're now you're playing the every every year in this new new metal band. Dude, the uh, um, uh, you know same aren't you the guitar player for Saliva? What's that? Uh, Matt said that you were the guitar player for Saliva. Yeah, yeah, that's no. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. I think I worked with your brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm the uh, uh, I'm the uh, the guitar player for. Uh, uh, never mind. Uh, it was gonna be funny. <laughs> so we uh, we should we should just play. Uh, what what band is Brian the guitar? What metal band we should, is Brian the, the I, guitar player? I have a better idea. Let's play your song. Let's start a band. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good jam. Oh. So that's that's up next. What what's what's this song about? Besides starting. Well, uh, funny that Brian, and it, it's uh, pretty much about its title, starting a band. Um, it's uh, me and Matt were me and Matt from Most Gigantic. We were getting our dicks checked one day before back on tour. Wanted to make sure that we didn't have uh, any like you know STDs or AIDS or anything before we went on tour again. So it was like a really fucking long time, and we started putting together like a, a combination band names such as Queezer, which is in the song, uh, Queen and Weezer mixed, and Ronnie James Devo, and we came up with Vanilla Isis and Faith No Morrissey and Kiss Cross and just all these. We kept a list of them, and I don't know. It was just a stupid, shitty game that we played that I think we came up with every fucking band combination ever. So we don't play it anymore. I would I, I would love to be in a band that's a mix of Queen and Weezer. Oh, yeah, that would be <laughs> fucking great. I, I also wrote the song, like, hoping that somebody would actually do it. Yes. Oh, that's a fucking great idea. <laughs> Let's start a band after that emo trend song. Let's start a band. Oh, also, these, this is the first time that all of these songs are being played ever. Well, I'm They haven't even been mixed yet. I, I mean, they haven't been mastered yet. So, so this, is, this, so, this, is, this is an exclusive. Oh, yeah, it's wow. very fucking exclusive. Awesome. I had to go out of my way and, and suck dicks and finger assholes for this. They well, said, I, don't do it. You can't do it. And I was like, well, you know, what if, what if, yeah. Uh, let's start a band. Let's hear it. Press play. <laughs> Here it goes. Play has been pressed.
So that was Let's Start a Band by the Emotron. Um, thanks again, Kyle, for being on the show. Um, I've got yeah, more questions for you. How yes, was sir. How was Alaska? Uh, I didn't it was to, great. I didn't really get to get get to ask uh, Matt from Most Organic as much about that. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys do when you got there? Well, we played we played a couple shows in Anchorage. Uh, we played. Uh, a show or two in Girdwood, which is like 45 minutes south of Anchorage or something like that. Very small town. It was awesome. And then we worked in, I don't even know where the hell we worked at, um, um, but it was like sort of on the, I guess, on the ocean. And uh, we, it was a place called Snug Harbor. It was a fish cannery. And me and Matt pretty much lived in the bus, the vegetable bus. And fucking worked like 14 hour days like chopping heads and doing all that stuff and it was a very 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 cool place because um like it was the most most of the people that were working there were um from overseas they got there were college students from overseas mexicans and uh russians uh ukrainians and so there was sort of like a language barrier uh, here and there, and we met some of the greatest people that I've met in my life. We we had such a great time with the Mexican people there, and it was just they just like wanted to party the whole time and have fun, and they were singing like Nirvana songs and Stone Temple Pilots songs, and we were like, "Fuck yeah, these guys are awesome! They they like the music we like." <laughs> I, that's, so, that's amazing. Um, so how long did you say you were there for? We were we actually worked at the fish cannery for around a month. Okay. And did you guys tour back then, too, after that? Yeah, we toured all the way there. Matt had a guitar player and a drummer, and uh, his lady friend was taking uh, pictures, so... We it was pretty much all five of us in the bus, like on the way to Alaska. And once we got to Alaska, everybody else scattered, uh, flew back to their marriages or uh, jobs or whatever normal people have nowadays. Um, and they did that. And me and Matt worked at the cannery. And uh, I played a show after the cannery. I think we did like a podcast after the cannery. I think it was actually. Both Matt and I's first podcast. Well, maybe not Matt, but we did we did a podcast like with these black metal kids that we played with in a band called a brutal Alaskan like death metal band, black metal band called uh, uh, Bound by Entrails. Like I, I swear to God, the most brutal metal bands I've ever seen or heard were from Alaska, and we we played with both of them. It was pretty fucking nuts. But uh, me and Matt took five days uh, after we worked at the cannery, and we traveled through Alaska, mostly through Canada, and it was really, really, really fucking nuts. Just me and him on the road, like there was like buffaloes everywhere, and on the on the way up to Alaska uh, through Canada, we saw this huge fucking dead moose on the side of the road. So uh, we stopped and we like took pictures of it and stuff. And on the way back, I was like, Matt, I'm going to try to, we're going to stop by that moose. I think I remember where it was at. We definitely stopped by it. It was nothing but bones. And uh, I, uh, I collected the jaws from the moose and 
I kept it in a bag, and we have a Alaskan moose jaw. Maybe that's illegal. I think that might be illegal. Well, uh... Say an illegal shit over podcast. Oh, my God. And, uh, that's when you... Yeah, well, that was just all made up, right? You just made that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm really drunk right now. I'm just making shit oh, yeah, up. There's right? that dream you had, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh... I've only had one more question for you, um, and that's just what's coming up for the Emotron. What's next? I know we've got, like you said, these three, and I thank you very much for the the uh, exclusive with these songs on the new record. Uh, but when, yeah, dude. When's that come out, and when are you going on tour again? Well, I, I just got the album uh, done, I would say, maybe like two weeks ago. I got out of the studio, and uh, it, it's still in the process. I'm waiting for Matt to get his... Uh, or most Giganticus to get uh, his album done, um, and we're going to pretty much get views our own money. And, I mean, both of our money together and just, like, pitch in and fucking get it mastered whenever we have the money and whenever he gets his shit done. So so it's in the process of that. The artwork's almost done. So I think it should be coming out uh, July, maybe. Yeah, definitely not June. Probably, probably, probably around July. Uh, and both me and Matt are gonna head out on tour. I get together again at the end of July. Um, I don't know, but I guess Vampire Lunch, Lady Tits, Future, uh, Emotron, Moe's tour, Future. Uh, I'm writing a song about Axl Rose called Oral Sex or Axl Rose because Axl Rose can spell oral sex. Did you know that podcast? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that one time, and I was like, man, that's fucking, that's great. <laughs> Good stuff. I, uh, the, you know, the X-Rose is from Indiana. Did you know that? Yes, yes, yes. I was actually doing, uh, this past weekend, I was doing a lot of research, and I, I wrote that down. Also, did you know that Nirvana declined be going on tour with them? I did not know that. Yeah, at the height of at the height of Guns N' Roses' career, which was User Illusion one and two tour, the tour that everybody quit on except for Axl Rose. <laughs> yeah, he asked uh, Kurt Cobain, and Kurt Cobain was like, "Fuck no, fuck you." I would go on tour with Guns N' Roses. Well, I don't know if I can handle that, man. Well, then then I would go. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it either, but. I would at least yeah. try. Right, right. I'll at least say that I would go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so. Last song is Redline. This is Say yes, the sir. Best for Last. It is a short and sweet song, but I love it. Really? You, I, I went into the album thinking that Redline was going to be a B side. I was like, eh, Redline's real short. It's simple. It doesn't really mean anything at all. It's so fucking generic. Well, or does it mean something? I don't even know what it means. It's, but it's it's like the good B-side that like you got on a mixtape when you were in high school that you're like, ah, oh, I've been looking for that. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's catchy. It's short. It's to the point. It's, I don't know. I just, I really like the hook in it. So, well, um, I'm glad, I'm glad that you liked it. Um, I, I was really interested in seeing which uh, three songs that you would pick. 
Well, I hope I hope you. Well, that, I don't know. I don't know what songs people like yet because it's so new. <laughs> These these are the, the, these three are my my by far my favorites. Um, and it was I don't know it was hard though. Like Redline was Redline was a definite, um, mm-hmm. and Let's Start a Band was a definite. Let's Start a Band was more because I I just I love the lyrics in it. Like because you there's a band called Queezer in it, and Ronnie yeah, Ronnie I can't even say it. But uh, I don't know. Like Burn the Bills, there was a, it was a toss up, but I can't remember the one I tossed it up between. But uh, Redline was definitely on there. So. Thanks again, Kyle, for being on the show. Um, everybody is listening. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the RSS feed. Tell your friends. Uh, listen in. Um, I don't have anything on the schedule for the next episode, but hopefully I'll line something up. I got some other things in the works, um, possibly coming up with some video. So uh, keep, I don't know, keep checking the site. And uh, here is Redline from the Emotron. Uh, from the upcoming record Vampire Lunch Lady Tits, which will be available sometime in July. Thanks again for listening. Yes, sir. Slanty Shanty Records. Keep it strong, y'all.